0: Welcome to Empowered Conversations. I'm your host, Susie Petrozzi. This podcast will take you on a journey of personal growth and self-discovery through conversations with special guests that will inspire you to live the life of your dreams. Get ready now for an Empowered Conversation. Welcome to Empowered Conversations. Hope you are doing really well. And you know what, over and beyond that, I hope that you are... Um, you're safe, that you're in a comfortable place in your life, wherever you're at. I know that so much is going on in the world. We are all experiencing this collectively, but um, I wish inner peace for you and I wish that you can find that. And I hope that this today's conversation brings you a little bit of inspiration Um, touches or um, helps you to clarify a little bit more on your own purpose or paves the path for you doing that to clarify that and um, brings you a little bit more meaning in your life. So with that, I want to introduce you to my, to today's guest, um, who has been a very, very long time and very dear friend of mine. So my today's guest is Joël Jego, who I've known for many years, I mean, I would say about 10 years. We're going on 10 years. And Joelle was working in finance, um, holding executive positions for, oh gosh, about 26 years, you know, across different corporate, corporate organizations in France and abroad, including Australia for about four years, which is how we met. Um, and then after that, he embarked on a path of intense personal development and shall we say soul searching um, because we're all here to find ourselves find who we are and what our purpose is and he dived right in and he's honestly never looked back um, after leaving the you know traditional nine-to-five corporate career if you will and as a result he's transformed his career he's now um, working as an executive, and per, as an executive coach and personal development coach, um, primarily in the financial and legal um, sector, or, primar- or primarily with financial legal executives and professionals, um, what I want to share with you as well that he is very passionate about the transformational power of conscious connected breathing, and it is his mission to support others to improve the quality of their life both personally and professionally, and really cool thing is that he's a senior trainer and France's leader for the Transformational Breath Foundation. I want to know so much more about that and you'll hear all about that. But before we dive into that, I want to welcome you, Joel. Thank you so much for joining me um, for today's Empowered Conversation. It's today for me. Actually, it's it's today for you, but it's evening here because we're recording live. So thank you, Joel.
1: Thank you, Susie, for this uh, wonderful uh, introduction. And thank you for giving me the opportunity uh, to be one of your guests uh, of the Empowered Conversation. And I hope it will empower all the people who will listen to it.
0: Oh, that is always the intention, Joelle. Joelle, you you and I go back, um, you, myself and John go back, I'd say, 10 years. We met, I want to bring this in because it's so relevant to where we're going, with where we'll end up going with the conversation. We met at um, a break, lunch break, I would say, at one of John DiMartini's breakthrough training. I mean, that was pretty cool in itself. But then to get a friendship or to meet a friend out of that, was even better so um yeah you know I just want to acknowledge that and want to acknowledge you for the incredible personal transformation journey that you've embarked on always seeking to improve yourself Um, but let's let's go back and kind of look at you know your how you came to do the work that you're doing now
1: Thank you, Susie, for this question. uh, And it's a long story, but uh, it's, uh, let's say, um, the evolution of life. And uh, I have to say that uh, if I will not have moved uh, to leave my second contract in Australia, I think I will never have uh, moved to uh, the career I am uh, working on now. So I used to be uh, Chief Financial uh, Officer, and I was uh, uh, I work in the corporate world for 26 years, and uh, the four last years of this uh, experience was uh, based in Australia in Sydney, and uh, uh, I was working for a big international uh, company. And uh, in a way, what brought me uh, to this, apart from the uh, career side, it's also uh, some, um, uh, I would say questioning about my life. And there were a quest about, I was longing for, um, I would say, uh, about love about uh, connection, about intimacy, uh, which uh, was lacking in a way in my life. And because I was not uh, happy, I decided, okay, I will uh, ask to have more challenge in my career. And that's what happened to send me um, the company uh, I was working for, proposed me to have a secondment contract in Australia. And then I started my uh, uh, my career uh, in in Australia as a CFO. And as soon as I started, uh, I, I was I started to look for outside my work to uh, experience some personal development uh, workshop. And uh along the way, yes, uh, I met uh you, Susie and John uh in this workshop with John Demartini, And I will say it was uh the opening of uh the transformation in my life. And I I recall that you were sharing experience that uh you, you of workshop or training you uh, undertook and this uh, let's say uh, filling your energy this gave me uh, the willingness to uh, experience uh, uh, some of them mm. and I went through uh, let's say uh, from uh, for uh I think from 2008, uh, I I started to uh, attend some workshop of personal development and more and more they were, I would say, um, uh, body mind base. And that was good for me because I was someone very in my mind, Mm. uh, very much mental, very much analytical. And as soon as i started to uh, undertook uh, this uh, workshop my my body started to speak to me in a way i was feeling more my heart uh, beating and uh, and of course there were some inside and things started to change and i have to say that uh, over uh, the years i experienced that i uh, i started to think about what I will do next after this experience in Australia. And I have to say, before I went to Australia, my my goal, but this was the ego of uh, that time. My goal uh, or my thought was, I will move to um, kind of executive or uh, managing director of a business unit. And that was the ego of, of that time. But the more I was, uh, attending a workshop of personal development during my spare time, the more my heart started to speak to me in a way and 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 the more I started to step back from in a way the um, the philosophy of the corporate world, and the more I started. To be inclined to consider uh, a work uh, which were uh, uh, which will be more people oriented, mm. and then at some stage um, uh, along uh, this uh, different experience, I think it. I remember uh, it was after a massage, and the ma- uh, massage therapist uh, I exchanged with him at, at the end of the session, and he told me which something which surprised me because I never saw this guy before and I because I, I'm very curious and I know massage therapy piece can feel a lot. Mm. And I asked him what did you felt when you were messaging me? And he told me uh, I felt that your heart uh is not really open. And I uh, and in my mind I said, "Oh, why is this guy is saying so? <laughs> uh, I think I am generous and I am good, etc. Et but anyway, i I took it um on a positive side okay so and and he told me, You should experience work. Uh, we come to breast finally <laughs> <laughs> uh, you should experience breastwork, uh this will help you, and because I am someone very volunteer, uh, always willing to discover new modality, uh, I follow his uh advice and I contact him. I contacted the uh, the uh, breath He advised me to to contact, mm-hmm. and that was in a way uh, uh, the beginning of a new layer of transformation within myself. And then I I undertook some few uh, individual sessions of breath work, and then I did a week long uh, retreat uh, based on breath work mainly uh and it was mainly the, the reversing approach mm. and by the end of uh what well, a big uh change happened uh, during uh, this uh week long retreat because really it was the opening of my heart and if i may share that which is very dear to me uh thanks to this experience for the first time in my life and uh, i was at that time probably 46 it was the first time ever I felt really deeply loved toward my dad. And mm. and this was a big meaning for me. And then uh it was uh such uh, a big move uh to a more uh open life with more love, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh on my way back to, to Sydney uh living this retreat, I, I received the insight. That I want to move on on a career where I will help others to improve the quality of their lives, mm. and and that was the beginning in a way of the journey to prepare myself to to move forward to that.
0: Yeah, wow, um, it is incredible, isn't it? Like I, I I think what like every a lot of the things, Joelle, that you've just shared, they completely resonate with me. Um, if someone had have said to me that my heart was closed I don't know how many year, years ago well I would say my heart has certainly continued to open up but we all have so much more work to do don't we just look at the state of the world um, but when you said that the massage therapist said um, in response to your question, um, that your heart was closed or that you could open your heart more. I mean we're so good about talking about the heart but we're not that great about feeling from the heart or even, re, you know, receiving. Maybe we're so good at giving but not receiving into that heart. And it's so incredible um, how – breath you know the one single thing that brings us back into our body has helped you come back to that now before i ask more about that because you know um uh, breath work has maybe in a different way been part of my journey but you know not, not in the formal kind of training that you've undertaken before we go there, so along the way of your training, so when you embarked on this personal development training and you decided that I want to do this, I want to help people improve their quality of life, particularly in corporate because, you know, that the focus can be so, it, it can be so analytical. What were some of the challenges that you had to overcome or that you encountered along the way, whether it be in yourself, whether it be in relationship with others, because embarking on a personal development journey is is, is a huge undertaking, you know, it's, there are so many almost more obstacles to have to overcome because we're saying yes to something bigger and better and that means we're ready for this test to see whether we really mean and want that whether we really want to be an authentic version of ourselves so i'm just curious about the challenges that you then encountered
1: thank you for this question susie of course uh i face uh several uh challenges uh the first one which came to my mind is uh, well, I, I started to prepare my career transition, but I first I decided to get trained while I was still living in Australia to uh, to the rebirthing training. So mm. I did that aside of my still, uh, while I was still working as a CFO in the corporate world. Uh, and I was, uh, very glad I did so. And then I moved back to France. Uh, this was mid of February, um, 2011. So yeah, 10 years now. <laughs> mm. And, uh, uh, then I, I started my, um, coaching uh, training, but uh, wh- the, the first challenge was, in a way, uh, the, I, I, how can I say, uh, the lack of support from my friend in France, in a way, because our, uh, most of my friends I had in France were not that much, most of them, involved in personal development. And they started to share, uh, in a way, or to express their fear. Oh, Joel, why are you leaving such a wonderful career as CFO and moving to a uh, completely new career? We have seen so many people uh, failing on that. So then I have to protect myself. Mm. And I have to say my dear, my dear friends uh, in Australia, out of which you and John were a great support. And because I am a very determined person, I, I, mm-hmm. I started to protect myself from this negative vibes. Mm. This is uh, uh, something small, but I, I wanted to say so because I realized that uh, the mentality uh, in uh, uh, the mindset, sorry, uh, in uh, Australia is way different. Uh, it is more, uh, uh, I would say... Open-minded? Uh, yeah, open-minded, but also uh, not... Uh, uh very uh open to take risk to 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 move to new challenge and uh, france is changing like uh, uh slowly <laughs> but, mm. but france uh, is uh the, the mindset in france uh, uh of people living in france is more attached to we have uh let's say uh this uh status and uh, it has to stay forever in a mm. way stabilized uh, and then uh, no security etc cetera, etc cetera. anyway then uh the other uh challenge is uh, after i finish my uh training uh, in coaching i started to develop my practice and uh not only you need to be good uh in uh, the skill you need to be uh, an, a good excellent uh executive coach and then a a breast worker Mm. but uh, you also uh, need to attract clients and then it was uh, something i I never experienced before i never had to to do um, business development and i did not uh, uh, have a a big network Mm. so uh it was a long journey to to learn that and i have to say of course, uh, I am very uh, always uh, uh, looking for external help and I attended uh, two, uh, two workshops uh, or seminars uh, in London with Anthony Rubin and I'm very glad I did so because one of them was a Business Mastery which was very helpful to help me uh, to, uh, to r- succeed in the launching uh, of my coaching practice hmm. because when i started my coaching practice i said okay I, I used to be an executive so i will target all executive and, and and that's it and and it should be enough okay but what i realized along the way is that uh, there are thousand or at least uh, hundreds and hundreds of uh, uh, executive coach uh, for me, uh, in, in France, uh, and uh, in a way, uh, how to attract uh, clients uh, or people who will uh, prescribe my um, uh, service compared to other. So, what I learned from uh, this training that I need to have a very precise niche, uh, uh, a niche uh, that I will target. And this was a very, very, uh, helpful and, uh, useful, uh, advice and guidance I received through, um, this, uh, training and coaching I received from the, uh, Anthony Robin organization. And then I decided, Okay. Uh, I am an executive coach, but I used to work a lot uh, with. Uh, I used to be a chief financial officer, but I used to work a lot with lawyers, legal uh, professional, with uh, finance uh, professional, uh, auditors, etc., cetera. So et cetera. then I will target uh, those uh, those uh, jobs in a way, or those. Uh, yeah, the, the, those uh, career because uh, I, I started with uh, chief financial officer and lawyers only and then I extend later on. But because I started to have this small niche, and I have to say at that time, both uh, target group were not using that much uh, um, coaching. Mm. But the fact that uh, and what I I decided to look for I decided also to to look around outside France and I started to, to uh, look on uh, on the web for executive coach who were uh, targeting those group in in the states or sometime in UK and as uh, this gives me inspiration how to prepare my exposure to the market so how to market myself uh, through my website through my LinkedIn uh, mm-hmm. profile etc etc and and then I started to apply uh, 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 to apply all of this uh, learning and then my uh, executive coaching uh, practice started to pick up let's say from six months after applying all of this uh, learning. So this uh was um the the learning uh and the, from the the challenge I faced uh in uh, the coaching uh, practice development and maybe if it's okay with you I can go further and learning regarding the breastwork activity
0: That would be amazing. I'd I'd love to yes. hear about that.
1: Yeah, so in a way w- when I st- I started uh this new career I put all the focus on my executive coaching. And at that time I was thinking, okay, you know, Joel, you are not a therapist. Uh, <laughs> you are not a, a psychologist or whatsoever. So why should uh, should you put uh, energy to uh, help people with uh, their emotion, blah, blah, blah. Uh, so of course uh, the breastwork work, uh, uh, Training I did was very helpful for myself. I was still, uh, I started to be registered in the directory of the practitioner of rebirthing in France. Mm. From time to time, I had someone who called me, but I did not put any energy on that. But uh, two years and a half later, uh, I think, yeah, it was mid of 2014, I decided to, uh, to go to Highland to attend the Global Inspiration Conference, which is the annual conference about breastwork. Uh, uh, and this is sponsored by the International Breastwork Foundation. And this conference uh, moves from one country to another and gather all breastwork uh, coaches, uh, trainers from all over the world who are interested uh, in the power of uh, Mm. conscious connected breathing. Then uh, it was uh, uh, very interesting to attend this uh, uh, week-long conference because I came back with two insights. The first one uh, with all the tools you learn uh, in your coaching training, which are mainly based on the mind. uh, Mm. uh, It's okay, Mm -hmm. but it's not enough because sometimes I had clients who came to a session of coaching, uh, and they were so much trapped in their emotion or yeah. stress or anxious or whatsoever. I could not work with them because they were not present. But at that time, I I refused to use. The Already the reversing uh, approach that I uh, I was uh, satisfied to to practice, I was like, okay, no, no, it's coaching, it's corporate client. You should not mix uh, things because maybe people will consider uh, in the corporate world that you are a guru, and uh-huh. this is uh, not a, a good branding, you know. So mm. that was my fear. <laughs>
0: But a real fee. Uh, yeah, I could understand that. Well,
1: definitely. Yeah, yeah. And I had even people who uh, advised me, Joel, don't say uh, in the corporate world that you are uh, practicing reversing, because then you will, uh, uh, this will damage your credibility. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay. So, <laughs> uh, but it, it, it was, uh, yeah, uh, some limiting uh, belief and uh and uh so i, I decided no uh, i can use a breath, uh in my uh, coaching um approach but the the reversing from uh what I, I i learned was that exactly the modality i wanted especially uh which was at the best fit with uh coaching and then during this conference i experienced just for uh, a uh uh 3 hour workshop transformational breath and I never heard about this modality before and I realized wow this modality go uh, much deeper than rebirthing. Mm-hmm. so when I came back to France and because this modality was not uh, uh, existing at all in France I started to look on, on, on the web where I can attend a full week um, seminar to make sure that this modality uh, speaks to me uh, and I did so, and i I, I went to attend a, a full week seminar in uh, Switzerland and the idea if I'm convinced by the end of the week by this modality, I will uh, go to the states to be trained by the founder of this modality dr. Judith Kravitz, and then I will uh develop and i will launch this modality in front and that's what happened so i i uh, I, I went several times to the states uh to get uh trained and then i become um uh in 2015 uh certified uh, practitioner in transformational breath the year after certified uh trainer and then later on uh a certified senior trainer and from 2015 i started to develop this practice in, uh, in France uh, with uh, individualization, uh, workshop, one-day workshop, weekends, mm-hmm. and week-long seminar, as well as uh, from 2017, the professional training to become a professional uh, practitioner of transformational breath. Mm-hmm. Then, in terms of challenge, again uh when you launch a modality that nobody heard about uh <laughs> this is a big challenge <laughs> yeah so uh, so again i started to put lots of energy uh in marketing uh in when in marketing uh, uh what i learned in my previous career was very helpful because uh, when i was in the corporate world uh, uh, the business uh, I, I was working for, uh, I would say, w- the, uh, was really based on good marketing. So in a way, I, I learned, even if I was a chief financial officer, but in charge of all the, let, let's say, uh, the back office of this company, I learned a lot on the basics of marketing and especially emailing. Uh, so from 2015, I started to develop Emailing to promote uh, this new activity of transformational mm. uh, breath. Then I start. Uh, I started to launch a, a second activity aside with my executive coaching activity. But I have to say that uh, I spend a lot to communicate about it, to uh, to market it, to make uh, to attract uh participant uh, uh, to attend my uh training and then uh, i would say it it was uh, it it was working well from from the beginning so I, I was happy but uh to come back to your question not only you need to be good in the skills uh to be as a good executive coach or as a good trainer uh in breastwork uh you also need to be a good entrepreneur, no matter mm. what modality you want to uh to make your living with. And yeah. that's very often. Uh I, I met so many people, especially through the International Breastwork Foundation, who are definitely excellent therapists, but they don't know nothing about the entrepreneurship mindset. So you need to communicate, you need to market, you need to uh to n to, to also to uh to know what is the good value you will charge for your service uh and and working out of uh, the fear of people will not may may not be able to afford what you etc cetera, etc cetera, you know mm. so there are l- l- uh, uh, it's interesting because you say, Susie, that uh, uh, in a way uh, we are still learning and working on ourselves uh, while we are developing our business because mm. there are still limited be- limiting beliefs whatsoever we need to work on to succeed as uh, a solo entrepreneur or therapist uh, in uh, the personal development uh, market, I would say maybe it will shock people if I say market. But that's, that's yeah. my mindset coming from the corporate world.
0: Yeah. yeah. I, I mean it's such a it's such a big journey to undertake to I mean, so many people are on the verge of leaving whether it be corporate world, whatever it is, you know, having work for somebody, and they want to go out there and they want to do something else. Maybe they know, maybe they don't know. Don't know. And yes, there are challenges, and you need to, you know, you you just need to trust the path you're on. Like you have, um, but usually, what I can see happening with you, what I've seen happen with me, is that your skills. You know, your skills from that organization or from the corporate world or from the mental health world, like in my case, will back you in taking at least the next step. And then the next step, you're going to build yourself. You're going to learn something so that you can apply and take the next step in the way that you have, you know. Um, but I think what you're saying, the trick, that the important thing is, particularly as particularly in a helping profession, I mean you're coming from a finance sector, right? Um, but as a help in a helping profession um, and maybe maybe you can speak to this now, it can be hard to overcome you know fear of I don't know charging fear of or let's just say fear of asking for what you're worth. Um, and it's not just helping profession can be, um, a lot of people can really encounter this. I know that it's a has been a big one for women, um, something I had to work through. I certainly own what I'm worth now. Um, in fact, I um, needs time to increase my price <laughs> as we speak. Um, but, you know, I, I, because I've invested so much time into into what I do and I give it my all when I'm with my clients um, and I know that I do. So it is a big journey to undertake but we're always given what we need at a particular time to help us take the next step. Even when we don't know what that next step is, um, I know I would asked you a question, which is going back to, you know, you were saying about helping profession and kind of um, asking for money, and yeah, I mean, what's your sense? What about you? You know, in your in your work as a as a coach now and then I'll ask you something about breath work. Is that something that you have struggled with? I mean, I wouldn't say struggle, but did you find it difficult to charge what you were worth?
1: No, I have to say that uh, definitely uh, it was a little bit uh, 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 difficult at the beginning in coaching. Uh, Mm. I I remember that uh, when I started to uh, send proposition to, uh, prospect and, uh, hoping they would become a client, uh, or will they agree with that? But I, I have to say that I learned, uh, a good tips, uh, in my coaching training, uh, and the teacher, uh, told us always propose sometime, um, let's say, uh, a, a, bracket, uh, no, not, um, Uh, to to, 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 uh, let's say to uh, choose between two two set of price say okay usually i don't know uh, 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 for this level of responsibility i will charge in the range from that to that Mm. and how how does it feel with you you know Mm. and uh and in a way this is working well and uh, i have to say uh it was uh kind of uh okay probably because I'm coming from a financial uh background and uh and in a way I know what i am worth uh of uh, even if i i used to be new in the helping uh let's say uh skills mm. but uh also uh what I'm bringing to my client is not only uh, the coaching uh and teaching uh uh the, the, the breast but it's also all my life that I put on the table at the service yeah, of my clients totally. this is why clients are, are choosing me mm. so and uh, in breast work uh, time I have people say okay but you know I am an employee or I'm doing that and are you doing special rates and I have a straight line I say no I'm sorry I'm not doing that and uh and uh it is what it is. Mm. So, you know, uh, and also I remember my, uh, again, the same teacher in coaching told us when clients sometimes, oh, uh, it's too expensive, I can afford that. It's up to you to coach them how they can find a way uh, in managing their own expenses to save enough to afford uh, uh, your face uh, as a therapist. And in a way, sometimes they say, Oh, no, I can't that, but they are okay to, to buy the more, uh, the, the most beautiful iPhone or, uh, cosmetics or um, whatsoever, you know? So, uh, of yeah, course, you need just to be uh, very careful about yeah. that. But coach them, uh, how can I help you? Or for instance, for my training, I propose to pay by installment for some, uh, mm. who- can't afford to pay in a row and that's okay with me as well so i have to say uh uh usually you you uh, proposing a range of price when it is about coaching in the corporate work well and for instance when i am uh, coaching Individual for the career, but this is not paid by the corporate organization. I say, okay, when I work in the corporate world, that is what I charge. Mm. Now, I can understand that you won't be able to pay uh, that. But at the same time, you need to be to understand that I need to be motivated to, to give my best to help you to move on in uh, your new career. So what about um, uh, a set of price uh, uh, within this range? How does it feel with you? And that's great because you give them the opportunity to, to express, and because they want the service and they want. So they, usually they will not uh, always use uh, the lower uh, mm. um, uh, lower uh, figure in in the range.
0: Mm. It's interesting. It's about having an yeah. open and authentic conversation with them, and exactly. it's got to be authentic from you know you as a coach. Um, and But I would still say this is so much easier coming for somebody like you from the finance sector. I'm just putting that out there. I know it. <laughs> then someone having come from the world of healing arts, let's just say it, yeah. who – um, you know, those who haven't been exposed to sure. money, the need to handle money, but it is an important area to address. so get yourself a coach if you are in that area, like you were saying, you overcame that I did through having coaching and years of it and still do in different areas and i always will because i do not want to stop learning and i know neither do you now let me come back to the question of transformational breath work um you introduced me to transformational breath work um
1: it's exactly transformational breath
0: breath this okay is a,
1: re- a, a register modality transformational breath
0: <laughs> Got it. Um, Developed by Judith Kravitz. Correct. Yeah. How? Just briefly, uh, Joelle, how different is transformational breath modality to a lot of the other modalities out there? Because there's loads of them. There's heaps of different um, modalities when it comes to connected conscious breathing. Tell us briefly about the transformational breath modality.
1: I love this question. Thank you. <laughs> <This is it. laughs> because uh, I will say uh, the, uh, this is the only uh, modality which includes way more than the breath. That's why. Uh, in fact, uh, transversional breath use the conscious connected breathing with the open mouth you, you, uh, a long inhale with a short exhale, with no pause between the inhale and the exhale, mm-hmm. and vice versa. Mm-hmm. So this is common with other modalities like allotropic work or rebirthing. Then uh, let's start with, with the, the difference compared to other. First of all, it's a diaphragmatic uh, breathing, which means a, a lower belly breathing. We put the emphasis to, to send first the uh, the breath in the lower belly. And the reason why behind that is because we want to help people to be grounded because mm-hmm. very often people want to uh, release the emotion. But we have to uh, keep in mind that who is, uh, let's say, uh, who, who will decide to release or not the uh, the emotion? Mm-hmm. This is not the mind. This yeah. is the body, yeah. and uh, and in order to do so, the body need to feel secure. And how to feel secure? We need to breathe in the lower belly uh, to connect with the root chakra, and then with mm-hmm. when the breath will flow uh, regularly and easily within uh, the lower. Uh, Bailey up to the root chakra and of course it will go up then uh the the body will feel safe and slowly but slowly it will open the gate to access mm-hmm. to the unconscious mind So this is uh, on top of the uh the, uh, the tools it is uh, i wanted to explain uh the reason behind that so uh the breath plus the the practitioner or english uh, they say the facilitator mm. uh we do uh let's say uh, body mapping so we uh, we uh we touch the body we do acupressure pressure mm. uh and uh this is a big difference because we uh do some acupressure uh, uh all along the body but uh, a lot on the belly uh, we have a body map with different uh, point, which are based uh, on the philosophy of the uh, meridian from the Chinese medicine, mm. and we, uh, while uh, the breather uh, is breathing, the facilitator is pressing the muscle in different area around the neck, level below the thoracic. Uh, cage, uh, uh, above the pubic bone, uh, on the hips, uh, uh, on the heart, uh, mm. on the uh, the shoulder. And uh, the idea is to release any tension we have within the muscle. And, uh, and uh, this is why it's very powerful compared to any other modality, because we allow uh, to eradicate the uh, respiratory system. Why? Uh, how, how? Because we are progressively allowing the muscles which are tense mm-hmm. to redevelop their elasticity yeah. and to get back to their uh, uh, initial capacity. So yeah. it, uh, it is a great way to expand the respiratory uh, capacity. And on top of this uh, acupressure, during that time The facilitator uh, is saying from time to time some positive affirmation. The idea is to reprogram the mindset uh, in a uh, positive uh, mindset because very often people are uh, reminding in their mind many negative thoughts. But how often are they repeating in uh, within their mind positive thoughts? Mm. very rare Mm. so this is why i love it and i love to combine that with coaching because it is the same philosophy and then uh, on top of that we use sound and we use movement Mm. we use sound uh this is coming from sound healing so judith kravitz realized that in order to uh in a way to turn off the mind which is very often the uh, the worst uh, friend to help uh, emotion to be released mm. uh, if we do sound when we do sound we, we we can't think about something else because we are doing the sound mm-hmm. and doing the sound very loud allow to shut up the mind first mm-hmm. and then also allow to create vibration within the body and thanks to this vibration emotion can uh, emerge and then also we use movement and we use movement uh, doing kick and pound with uh, the the fist and and the feet uh, on the mat this allow to activate uh, the Kundalini energy all along the spine, mm. and also to uh, to allow the body to take the lead, because this is really the philosophy of this modality: to allow the body to be the master, mm. and and the body with uh, the breath, then emotion will be released, and this is very. Powerful. So all of these tools combined make it a very unique compared to any other modality of breastwork mm-hmm. because this is the only modality where we touch the body. And I have to say this makes, uh, create a big difference. This is why I decided to uh, not to, uh, to start again a training, uh, even if I was already uh, trained in rebirthing. And I have to say, I was trained in rebirthing. But during the reversing training, I never heard one word about the respiratory system. When we are uh, learning to become a transversal breast facilitator, then we learn about the respiratory system, how does it work, and etc., etc. Cetera, et cetera. And this makes a, a big difference. And as a result of all these tools, this uh, breastwork modality uh, can uh, have effect on the physical side mm. to open the breath and to expand the respiratory system on the emotional and mental side to release all uh, negative uh, emotion, negative soul, limited belief, trauma, et cetera, et cetera. And then open uh, on the spiritual uh, side.
0: Yeah. Oh, wow. I mean, first of all... um how passionate are you about this you know it just really comes through and you're you're all in that I mean I can really feel and sense that um, I I love the the um, the transformation of transformation breath I experienced it when your colleague from the states came here I don't know what year it was. Um, And I had done breath work and rebirthing prior to that, prior to my first experience of transformational breath. And all I can say is um, I was one of those who had to, because normally typically you might start, if I'm correct, in transformational breath on your back, but I had to start on my stomach because that's how stuck my My diaphragm was like I I didn't know how to move my whole um, belly, like, you know, the way the babies breathe. I was really stuck in that area. So for me to feel, to really push my belly out as I was breathing in, I had to go, I had to breathe into the, so I had to push my belly into the floor um and that did something for me that was huge that I was able to turn around and I've had how many now? Uh two or three. I can't remember what the where the second one was, but I've certainly had it. Um I don't know where. Anyway, but um I I just want to mention how incredibly powerful it was for me, and I'm yet to find um, Mind you, I have to just preface that I haven't looked lately. But a um, a practitioner who is certified in transformational breath in Australia, I know that they that there are a few. Um, I'd say New Zealand, I think, um, and of course all over the world. But is this something you know with COVID that's happened? Obviously, the challenges of doing some of the stuff face to face is this something, obviously this can't be done because touch is so pivotal to transformational breath. It can't be done online or can it be done online if the client has done transformational breath sessions in the past? I'm curious if there's any kind of updates on that.
1: Uh, Good question. Uh, There's a big debate between myself and the foundation in the States. Mm. (laughs) Uh, Because, yeah, uh, I have to say the foundation was a bit uh, uh, challenged with uh, the COVID because they said, okay, but uh, we can't do because of that, etc. And then they started to develop program online for client, what session, and then they, they, they guide them uh, online, mm. and the practitioner is following them through uh, the video. Mm. But uh, I will give my thoughts on that. I am against that. Against? And why? Because, mm. yes, against doing online. Yeah. Uh, because uh, what I loved about transversal breath, it allowed me to be very in my body. If uh, a facilitator is guiding me online, touch here touch there etc i am always in my mind i am listening to him so i am not in my right. body right and, and i'm doing the work so I, I i don't let go as so it's still good it's still okay it's still more powerful than let's say classical breath work yeah. but uh, myself i organize all my seminar in 2020 mm. and i'm i'm going to have a seminar uh, in uh, four weeks time from now mm-hmm. and of course i put some um let's say uh, some cautious and some uh rule uh, in mm-hmm. term of uh, uh, because of the COVID uh, in place um but uh, uh people who are coming to those training, they are not in the fear and they the trust in, in the breath and of course we keep distance we clean we have uh, everything we can uh and everything went well so far and i uh, um after the first lockdown i started to give individualization i'm still doing since mm-hmm. and because people need to breathe even more now because uh the uh mental health is declining so fast yeah. because uh, of uh, the situation people need to breathe mm. uh, so uh Uh, Joël,
0: when you say, you know, you just mentioned mental health, let let me just ask you about that. What are some of the shifts you've seen in people you work with personally following um, some of the, you know, some of the transformational breath sessions? Um, Well, uh,
1: first of all, for for some of them, um, let's say, by far, and this will be everybody, uh, a big uh, increase in their self-confidence. Why? Because we are working a lot on the grounding within the Uh. body. And lack of self-confidence is because people are always in their mind, not Mm. at all uh, grounded in their body. Mm. So this is very effective. And... uh, and I have used that a lot, especially uh, also in my coaching uh, with my coaching clients, uh, because sometimes I propose them, OK, apart from uh, uh, within the, the coaching, I will uh, advise you to attend a, a week long seminar and you will oh. see uh, the effect on your uh, 360 degree on your life, not only on yeah. the professional side, but on the personal side. So uh, and do some come Do and- some come? Yeah, 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 definitely. Fantastic. In the coming, in the coming one, uh, I have two, uh, two or three will uh, come again. For instance, mm. I work uh, in, in this particular time. Uh, there is more needs for career transition, mm. and very often career transition, it, it's a, it's a big, uh, let's say, uh, they take some risk, and in order to make sure that they they will uh, go further and uh, mm. despite of the risk they need to uh to release any emotional luggage and we all have uh Mm. some uh in order to make sure that they are grounded and they don't have emotional charges which limits them to to expand their potential Mm. so this is is uh definitely uh also people who have some um uh, let's say issue with uh, um I would say overweight or uh, eating. And uh, the more uh, they will practice transversional breaths, the more they will be in touch of their body, the more they will release the emotion uh, which in a way uh, d- drove them to be with food addiction, for instance. Yeah. And as a result, because they will increase their self-esteem, self-love, and they will increase their uh, conscious about what it is good for me to hit. Yeah. Uh, you, know, yeah. you know, so this is, of course, that uh, definitely uh, people who had uh, some uh, trauma, uh, this helped them a lot. But uh, I have to say, they need to practice a lot, and at least they need to to attend a full week uh, seminar plus. Uh, mm. And the idea also of this modality is that the philosophy is for each of our clients, for them to, um, to be empowered. And that is a good link with your, uh, the, the talk mm-hmm. is really to empower people to master the breath mm-hmm. uh, because it is our unique tool to move on in life. Mm-hmm. And we, from the first session, we always teach people how they should breathe on a week, uh, on a daily basis, uh, 15 minutes or so mm-hmm. uh, of this practice. So this, uh, helped people to become more autonomous to, to, to face any challenge. And, uh, and this, uh, uh, I remember, for instance, one of my corporate clients, I was helping to move to a new career, but, uh, he lost his job in a way which was nice for him. And there were still resentment. Mm -hmm. When I was coaching him and I saw that because as soon as Mm -hmm. I was uh, uh, questioning him about his previous job, I saw immediately his face changing. And I know that people who are uh, recruiters, they know how to read uh, the body language. And I told him, you need to, to attend the seminar in order to release all of that. And he did so. And then a few months later, he found a job and he, he sang me, Oh, I should have come earlier because wow. this was limiting me. All of this. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and you know, uh, emotion in life, we, we start to face emotion from day one when mm. we uh, we came to the world, and even before when we are uh uh in uh our mom Belly anyway
0: yeah well so absolutely this to say yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, so you asked me uh there there are many benefits, also people who have some uh sleep apnea mm. this is very- very effective. People who have insomnia are all, let's say, uh, relate to uh, sleeping uh, difficulties. Uh, with asthma, we have very good record with asthma because uh, very often, let's say more than 50% of asthma diagnostic are uh, because of uh, uh, emotions which are not released. Really So emotion, as you know, Susie, are very uh, one of the first, uh, let's say, factor Mm. which will activate many diseases.
0: Yeah, incredible. Um, So many, so many potential benefits just through. Through breath. I mean, it comes back to breath. Yes, specifically, you're talking about um, the transformational breath modality. Um, But, you know, the implications of it are just Oh my goodness! Widespread. Um, it all comes back to that. I read Judith Kravitz's book, and that was just such an eye opener for me. Um, hence, more of um, hence, you know, wanting to do the breath work on um, to experience it myself. So, and, and what a powerful way to bring that into um, the corporate. Um, to bring it to the corporate clientele to work with them because really to sometimes to to shortcut through years of that programming and, and conditioning is, yeah. you know, it's like this is it, this is the way, this is how powerful and how incredible. Um, Joel I'm aware of our time together. I can ask you so many more questions about that and your knowledge sure. just pours through. um I want to know just for you, you know, given your own journey so far on particularly now on the, on, on where you're at in your life, tell me what are you continuing to learn about yourself and um, yeah, thus far?
1: About myself, what I'm still learning.
0: Yourself, <laughs> lessons learned. Oh, yeah, well, usually yeah, yeah, it's all yeah. about ourselves, isn't it? Everything's a reflection. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> uh, what I'm learning, what I'm still learning is to let go. And uh, it's what something I share with you before this talk uh, that let go or see also my, uh, my race for success. Mm. <laughs> and uh, in a way, I was so conditioned. You know, Susie, if I will not have done the all the, the, this breastwork training, I will never have been able to uh, succeed to move on to a career once I was an employee very well paid to a career where I am a solo entrepreneur mm. and I have no security mm. uh, in a way so I, I and I need to make my my living uh, and I'm learning so. But in a way, I, I I realized that I put too much pressure on myself and yeah. so I'm still learning to be more in the be and yeah. then and less in the do. <laughs> mm. So really, it, it is uh, that uh, I will, for beginning of 2021, and especially with everything we experienced over the past years, all over the world is um, on, on my side. I think I have spread enough. So now um, I'm. I want to spend more time for myself to listen my needs. Uh, take time because I, I I love still to learn by to read because so far I did not have enough time to read so many books. Of course, about personal personal development that I I love to read. So take mm-hmm. time for that and spending a bit less time now uh, in the marketing. And finding way maybe to have some help uh, on this mm-hmm. on this side if necessary. But really, um, uh, because I love when I have um, uh, when when I'm, I am with client, I love uh, spending time with my client either in coaching and uh, in transformational breath. So in a way, uh, the learning is. Because my energy will be very uh, vibrant when I am client, I I will make a client uh, coming more and more and, uh, and, and this will work. So I will not have said that uh, at the beginning, but I think I have done enough now and it's time for me to get to enjoy what I love to do.
0: And
1: uh, not forcing myself, pushing myself to do things where I'm not the best at doing it.
0: Mm, bingo. I think I, I feel that this, what you've just shared, is going to speak to so many people. I know that before we. Started our empowered conversation. This is something we were sharing, and I was saying how that truly resonates with me. Um, That the continual getting out of the head, um, the continual, you know, releasing that indoctrination um, to study, to learn more, which then keeps me in the head. um, And it, I, it really isn't just unique to you and I. It is something that resonates for so many people, particularly when you said more in the be, less in the do. I feel that's world over, you know, like all over the world. It's something that people are learning how to do um, step by step. And I believe your work is going to help people more with that, um, what I'm doing, how I'm guiding people to their truth to uncover that more. Um, So, so with that, tell me what what are you know some key messages you wish to share with others?
1: Um, take time to breathe <laughs> <laughs> first. Not really, because the the breath is so powerful, and uh, so uh, it is that. Trust in yourself, and the breath uh, will help you to connect deeply within yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, I will say, uh, move uh, whatever you want to do, Mm -hmm. make sure that uh, you get fun at doing it. You, You love what you are doing, and if you love deeply what you are doing, you will succeed at it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't mean that it is easy, but yeah, trust yourself and uh, and really listen to uh, how it resonates with you. When something is not working, uh, take a step back and mm-hmm. uh, and uh, or have, ask for help yeah, yeah, if needed to to allow you to to change something. Mm. Because sometimes when we are facing difficulties, I, I realized that uh, along my journey, and, and, and I was uh, working, 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 and I, I did not show that much the effect of what I was doing, and, uh, and then something happened in my life, and then I stepped back, said, okay. Maybe it's not the wrong way. Well, so I was too much in the doing, 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 mm. doing. So uh, if I'm not, uh, if I'm, let's say, uh, too hard on myself, how uh, the universe will send me uh, uh, the good vibe to, to allow me to, to be more even successful in what I am doing. Mm, start with myself self-love self-care
0: self self, uh, yeah yeah so well said yeah beautiful because we need to create space for that yeah message to myself that's why i'm emphasizing it (laughs) 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 it's not you listeners so much it's myself um joelle incredible and lastly i just want to know what is your vision for your life here
1: uh my my vision is definitely uh in a way to allow people to enjoy more the life to uh uh to trust in themselves uh to free themselves to from any um how can i say any uh limitation uh, they may have been programmed to Mm. And uh, uh, to allow themselves to express truly who they are, but I, it doesn't mean that uh, it is easy. But that's really my my mission to help them. And I have to say, okay, within my patient, but <laughs> the breath, uh, and especially yeah. <laughs> the modality I'm teaching, yeah. is one of the most powerful to succeed this journey. <laughs>
0: yeah. Wow. Um Joel, thank you so much. I am so excited to um, be sharing this incredible journey here on planet Earth with an amazing soul like yourself um, who is continually open to growing because of your vision here on on you know on on this um planet um thank you so much for your time this is like record length conversation i'm i'm really energized it's like i don't know what time it is but i i'm so energized by i by our conversation It brings me back to my truth around what is important and really the essence, you know, when I speak to you, when I've spoken to you, when we've shared, from what you've shared, you know what it is that comes back. Breath, breath will guide us back. You know, take that time to um, come back to your breath you know as I do that I drop I drop back into the core of who I who I am it doesn't happen overnight um, it takes practice so thank you for that incredible reminder um, I have so many you know practices in place and breath work sorry breath well I'm not going to, you know, for me, it's breath work. I just say breath work is one of those that I don't use nowhere near enough. And yet it's a gift that I can give myself. Um, so it's not specifically transformation breath because I'm not certified in that. Um, but your conversation has kind of, it's like you put your arm around me tonight and you've said, I'm saying tonight cause it's, you know, it's tonight, <laughs> it's, it's night outside, but you've said to me, Susie, just, get back to it, you know. And so I I appreciate that, I embrace that, I embrace your words, I embrace you, I embrace our friendship. Um, Joel, thank you. Thank you for joining me and thank you for sharing so open-heartedly about your journey.
1: It was my pleasure. Thank you, Susie, for the opportunity you gave to me and I'm very happy to end share, uh, having the opportunity to share everything I share
0: with you. Mm. Well, I um, look forward to seeing what unfolds for both of us on our journeys. Uh, au revoir, shall I say au revoir?
1: <laughs> au revoir. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. you.
0: Thanks for joining me today on Empowered Conversations. Subscribe to the show now and then head over to my Facebook page, Susie Petrosi, for free personal growth and self-discovery tools that you can use today to be present, be powerful, and be on purpose. See you next time for Empowered Conversations.